Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bombarded. Let me recap this last episode uh, real quick. Uh, y'all were talking in the forest a little bit after, you know, conversation with, uh, you know, Tabitha and Leon, but what really kind of made it weird was you noticed all the woodland creatures watching you. What made it weird is finding out that Tabitha's mom is Delarune, but there is that. I mean, yeah, yeah, just pile it on. Yeah, you know. But in response to that, Yashi decided to put up a little bit of Tiny Hut action so that you could get away from the potentially prying ears and eyes. Of and, the animals. Uh, yeah, of the animals. Of all the squirrels. And the, the creatures. <laughs> and from there, you uh, made a phone call to your old teacher symbol just to run some info by him, get their take on the recent events, and mm-hmm. uh, made plans to meet y'all at the trees in the Discordant Fields. The fields formerly known as the Discordant Fields or Yes, whatever. we'll see when you get there. Oh, 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 oh Great. But yeah, and after that, uh, you were talking about what you were going to do next, but then you got a surprise call from Orfell and Alfric. Orfell having his mind completely being blown away by what Alfric had admitted to him, what he had learned, just kind of being a, a frantic parent wondering what's going on with his child at this point. From there, he also let you know that he got in touch with Zoltara, Yashi's mom, and that she's going to be making a trip back to Beats Art because of, well, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his plan was to meet her down in Elderberry, while Alfred did make a plan to go ahead and meet up with you at the trees as well. We're getting the band back together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you took some time, diligently scoped out the scene, and with that scoping out, you found tracks that led you through this maze. Following those tracks, you found yourself at an opening near a cliff face with what looked like a busted iron door in it. Uh, You know, one of the doors being flung off the hinges and mangled in front of you. Mm -hmm. You still made your way to the entrance despite that. And we left off with Randy and Yashi noticing a scrawling on the inside wall of the entrance that read, what are undecipherable words? (laughs) Pass, question mark. So, what do? Well, this is for nobody except for Spurrier, but like the visual I have of this vault is of the Bone Dragon Vault in Heroes of Might and Magic 3. You know? oh, there might be one person who's listening who gets that uh, reference. <laughs> Maybe, but... <laughs> well, I was going to ask Kyle, is there any way to tell with the message like how many words have been scratched out, or is it just a big mess? Uh, I tell you what, give me an investigation check. That is a 17 plus 3. <laughs> you can tell that there are four words missing. Okay. So what are one, two, three, four, pass? With Randy being able to read it, can I use detect magic and just see if there's something weird going on here? Yeah, you uh, you cast your detect magic spell. Okay, I'm not actually going to play it right now because Bongo's and Doug. Sleep so. and Doug. <laughs> you cast detect magic, and there is no discernible magic that is on this scrawling. It is just that, a scrawling on the wall. Huh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shall we? Uh, well, <laughs> before we go in, why don't I just uh, refresh our pass without trace real quick so we mm. get the full hour. Might as well. Hello! 17. Oh, I also got a 17. Plus nice. 13. Plus 10, I guess, as well. So 12 plus 10 plus 2. Okay. And we proceed cautiously. Let's do it. Considerately. You can recast Path Without Trace. 
and uh, you begin making your way down this dark hallway. It's not lit. It's nighttime, so you're relying on your dark vision. You see everything through hues of gray and whatnot. Randy, put on your goggles, Randy. I'm just wandering around, just crashing into <laughs> yeah. things. But quietly, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm stealthing into the wall. Yeah. You get a short ways in before you see ahead of you a flight of stairs leading down. Can we see the bottom of the stairs? You can see the landing, but you can't see anything past it. Okay, we should probably watch out for traps and stuff. Yes. We've done this wrong before, right. so... <laughs> Randy, <laughs> do you want to try leaping over the stairs with your sweet acrobatics just to... Why don't I see if I can just maybe do an investigation on any traps first before okay. I break both my ankles? <laughs> We're not playing basketball, Randy. Don't worry about it. That would be an 11 plus 3. There is a step that stands out to you. It's eerily standing out to you as if intentionally they want you to see it. And then as you're looking at it, you notice something about the step after it. Mm. And you can tell that, oh, that step, that's the one that's actually a trap. So I point this out to you guys. I'm like, let's just avoid both of these steps if that works for you guys. I think okay. beyond that we should be okay, but I'll go first. Okay. So down I go. We watch Randy. <laughs> and I skip those steps, Kyle. You skip those steps easily and uh, make your way to the bottom of the landing. No problem. Come on down. I repeat the action Randy did, but somehow better. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My turn. Coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> so you find yourselves at the bottom of the stairs. Yay. There's a hallway leading a little bit further into the mountain, into the cliffside. You can see that it's just at the edge of your dark vision. It looks like the hallway opens up to, to a little bit bigger of a hallway. Okay. Mm. Let's, Let's keep on trucking. Go. Yeah. Okay. So you make your way down, and eventually you see that, yes, this hallway opens up to a long room. The flagstone floor is still going forward, and it actually ends at a large stone slab. You can see to the left of the slab, there's a lever affixed into the wall made of iron. You can tell above that stone slab, there's a lintel, and it is ornately carved with a clock face as the focal point of the decoration. Mm. That's interesting. Someone's been here before. Uh, and they needed to know what time it was. <laughs> Apparently. Who's <laughs> track of stuff down here? Do we know what the time on the clock says, Cat? There are actually no hands on the clock. Mm. Can we just investigate this whole area? <laughs> yeah. Just look around this is a gonna little be bit. The whole episode, <laughs> investigate everything. Chaos sauce, investigation. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> as part of an investigation, you'd be moving into this room and kind of checking out the walls, different things like that. Yes. Good to go with that? Yeah. Yeah, because like we totally nailed the stair puzzle, so we're like, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh. Yeah. this room. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> For me. And mine's okay. <laughs> Six plus one. Um, well, it sounds like Randy is the one I need to talk to. Uh, Razzle, Yashi, maybe you're checking the walls. Yashi, definitely the walls, because it's like, well, I'm tall, so let me do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But Randy, uh, it's not too far into the room when you're looking around and you notice this like dark line running down the the middle of the room from entrance to the slab mm. and it looks like there's just this crease or this separation in the floor straight in the middle of the room that runs the entire length of it Ooh. okay so i turn to you guys i go hey look but seam lever maybe yes thoughts i'm gonna kind of keep checking out the sides i okay. think i don't want to be anywhere near this seam when it opens okay i'm holding on to randy's shirt just following him over like show me the way to go so <laughs> Randy, you begin to make your way over towards the lever with Razzle in tow. You get about halfway across the room when you hear the grinding of stone 
begin to happen, and you see the clock face in the lintel turns. Oh. This side does have a single arm, and it's set at ten. And then you see it tick nine. Uh, it's coding down. Oh, go, go, go. Okay. go. <laughs> uh, acrobatics to get over there and like flip and land Eight. and grab that thing. So okay, that's a fifteen plus thirteen. <laughs> hey, wait, let me roll a strength check to make sure it'll hold you back. Oh, it was a nine plus three. Okay, you acrobat <laughs> right out of Razzle's grip, him not Bye. expecting it. You land over near the lever. Seven. Okay, and I grab it and pull it. <laughs> All right, so you grab and pull the lever. Oh, no. Yashi's checking out the wall. Razzle's like, oh, no, still trying to grasp at where you were. And you pull the lever, and as you do, you just hear these loud gears begin to churn, and the floor drops out. Randy. <laughs> I need a dexterity saving throw from you. Okay. <laughs> this is the worst. We're terrible at dungeons. We've solved one stair puzzle, and now we fail. Well, it's uh, a one plus nine. Okay. You pull the lever down. The floor drops out from under you. You try to maintain a grasp on it, but it just catches you off guard, and you wind up slipping off. All three of you fall into this pit. You'll be taking 2d10 bludgeoning damage. Oops. That is 18 bludgeoning damage to each of you. Ouch. And there's a potential for landing on spikes at the bottom of this pit. Ah, I was hoping there would be water in there, like one of the swimming pools that's under the the gym or something. Not Not quite. Uh, Randy hits four of the spikes. (laughs) Yashi hits three. Razzle hits two. Nailed it. So on top of the bludgeoning, Randy, you are going to take... This is the most DMing I've ever seen Kyle do on camera with like a pencil in hand, his little graph paper, and rolling all these dice. Oh, man. Okay, Randy, so on top of the fall damage, you land on four spikes, winding Uh up taking 18 piercing damage. Oh, no. Okay. You feel this burning sensation in these wounds. I mean, like, of course it hurts because it's a wound, (laughs) but there's something more to it. You feel your muscles starting to seize and cramp up as you can feel poison begin to course through your blood, taking an additional 25 poison damage. I need a constitution save for (laughs) Okay. You get a 13 or above. Okay, got a 15 plus one. So you. You, are, you are not poisoned. Okay. Yashi, oh on top of the 18 fall damage, you're going to take nine piercing damage from the three spikes that you landed on. And you got away pretty well on this one. The poison, I guess, isn't as doused on these spikes. So oh. you only took five poison damage. Woo-hoo. And give me a constitution save, please. All right. That is a 12 plus 6. Okay. You resist the effects of being poisoned despite the damage you took. Razzle, on top of that 18, you only landed on two spikes. You got yourself three <laughs> piercing damage worth. That's but for some reason, these must have been really coated up, <laughs> oh, you know, really ready to go because you took eight poison damage, and I'll need you to give me a constitution save. This is an effect against poison, so as a dwarf, I believe you get advantage I, on that I was check. just about to say it. I'm so excited. I think it's the first time I've ever done it. And it's a two and a five. So, bye. Okay, so <laughs> you are, <laughs> well, you're considered poisoned. And for that, uh, essentially, you'll have disadvantage on attacks and skill checks. Super cool. Cool, All right. cool, cool, cool. Nice dungeon, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to you guys and say, ow. Uh, so very yeah. much ow. Are you alive? We're all alive? <laughs> We're good. Close, yeah. I have a healing spell, but Randy, since I, this was kind of your fault, like, Well, maybe. I was going to say, this might be <laughs> our time to break out my new healing spell. Oh, right. I have mass cure wounds, so I'm going to do that. Great. Time to 
3d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. <laughs> so I heal us all for 24 total. Hooray. Oh, nice. That's pretty good. And then is uh, anyone feeling the effects of this burning poison? Uh, ow. Yes. I yes. Think. Okay. Maybe. Well, let me cast another spell then. Ooh. Lesser restoration. Look at you today. Nice. Look at you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I touch a creature, so I just gingerly touch Razzle's face and say, <laughs> You're not poisoned. And I oh, play okay. a song here. Randy's good to you, you know he helps you when you're blue, you know I said so. Ooh. <laughs> Restoration's here and you feel fine. Cool. Yeah, you're no longer under the effects of poison, which I misspoke earlier. I said skill checks. It's ability checks, attack oh, okay. rolls and ability checks. That doesn't really matter, though. But for you at home, maybe you'd like to know the, the right way Hooray. to use the poison effect. And for you at home, take Kyle seriously when we're in, you know, a dungeon. It's great. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in the course of time that oh, Randy geez. has cast these spells, the timer completes and the stone slab drops down into the floor, leading the way open. Oh, I thought you were going to say on top of us. I was like, yeah, that was we're smushed on the top. Yep. <laughs> End of campaign. Okay, so we can just go through this door. It's easy to climb up. It's not that easy to climb up, but, you know, there's three of you. You might be able to make it work. Uh, you do have to climb <laughs> out of a 20-foot pit. Uh, Yashi, throw us both out, and I'll let down my rope, and it'll be great. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yashi, give me a strength check. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right, I'm, I'm throwing both of you. I got a fort. 14 plus 13. Nice. So not okay. too shabby. All right. We go three rooms okay. ahead in the dungeon. Whoa. <laughs> you're stuck in the ceiling now. now you're not uh, You're not just like straight up launching them. I know we've had some like wiggle room with Yashi's strength All over right. the course of this podcast. What with throwing giant boars and, yeah, yeah. and little halfling guys. But I'm going to say given it's not, you don't have as much room to move. There's a lot of spikes around here. You're not going to be spinning around like a shot put person just willy nilly getting yeah. ready to toss. But you do manage to throw both of them up there. Both of you are able to catch the edge of the pit and pull yourselves up no problem. And I let down the rope for Yashi. Come on, Yashi, let's go. Uh, you guys are going to try to pull me up? Okay. Maybe we should like <laughs> tie it fun. to something. <laughs> yeah, tie it to the lever. Does the lever... The lever is in a down position, mm, so yeah. that would probably okay. not hold it very well. Yashi, just hang tight. Uh, we're going to see if we can affix this rope to something in the next room. And okay. we're just going to look oh. in the next room. You're just gonna leave me here. No, no, no. Oh. We'll be right back. This is so um, in this reminiscent dark of pit. this <laughs> tiny <laughs> dark. And you're yeah. just walking yeah. away from me. No, 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 no. Uh, Randy, okay. stay All here right. with Yashi. Well, I'm gonna I'll be just a- breathe for a little bit. Okay. Actually, looking through my uh, uh, stuff, which maybe I should do more often, uh, <laughs> I have some Please. either pitons or pythons or however you want to pronounce them. Pitons. I could pee. Okay. Because it rhymes with if you want to climb the tetons. Yeah. So, anyways, we could just put one of those in the ground and tie the rope to that if that's cool, Kyle. You absolutely can. <laughs> oh, oh, great. Joy. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Tie, tie, tie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, you're able to put it in the ground, tie it off. Yashi, you're able to climb up. Oh, and, wonderful. Uh, right. And I say, sorry, guys. It's all <laughs> right. Hey, maybe don't leave me in, like, dark, scary pits by myself. Noted. Well, yes. In the yeah. future. <laughs> okay. If it can be helped. If it can be helped. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. this. This was great. Okay. Uh, we're doing a great job with this vault uh let's go to the well 
it's, if you want to know how you're stacking up, because I I literally pulled that first room from the Tomb of Annihilation. I will oh, not. No. Like oh. people out there, if you don't, if you know, you know. Um, so boy. how we rank amongst your average D and D player is fail. You didn't Great. die, so that's that's <laughs> well, a thing. I got close-ish, but you know, yeah, you got real close. Oh boy, I'm proud of you. <laughs> On to the next room. Yeah, so and we look into it first before entering. Looking into the room, you can see that this is a much larger hall. This hall is littered with old bones that are scattered amongst broken furniture, and there are a couple of fallen chandeliers that are more so in the center of the room. Are they big bones? <laughs> big bones? Like, uh, like dragon bones? No. Oh. No, they look like, you know, anywhere ranging from small to medium humanoid bones. Uh, cool. Yeah. There's patches in the floor and whatnot, and you notice that there are these large, what looks like black marks just littered about the room. And then on the far end of the hall is a giant door emblazoned with piles of gold, jewels, and ornate riches. Mm. And you notice on each side of this emblazoned door is a pedestal. Mm -hmm. Right to the left of the entrance, there looks like a door that if you were to go through, it'd be like kind of turning around. So you imagine there must be something immediately to your left. Then going from there on the left wall, you notice that there's a hallway. Past that hallway is a door. It's closed, it's wooden, looks kind of broken down. Going past that, there is a hallway, and then right to your right, coming back around to about like four o'clock, I guess, uh-huh. there is a door on the right wall as well. Okay. Mm. So basically, to sum it up, going left to right, it's like you got door, hallway, door, <laughs> giant ornate door, hallway, door. Mm. And then you. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, does someone else want to go in first this time? Because. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone else can go in first. And looking over my stuff, I can just have old Skirple head on oh. into the. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say symbol. <laughs> no. We'll just make symbol <laughs> do it in here. Uh, that could be the smell song for this. It's just having symbol materialize <laughs> in front of us. Do this for Figure us. Figure it out for us. Oh, uh, no. Okay, so I'll play the Unseen Servant spell. And I'll say. I ain't got no bad and somebody works for me. Yaktika, yaktika. I can't. I've got so many books in front of me. <laughs> so <laughs> all my stuff is all out because I need to use all my things. Okay, so Skirple pops up. Yeah. I can command Skirple up to like 60 feet, I think. It says 15 feet per action. So, yeah. But if Skirple goes outside of 60 feet, which how big is this room like? Uh, This room's about 40 feet long and 15 feet wide. Phew. Okay. So we're good, Skirple. Don't worry. Uh, I don't know if you have <laughs> yeah. emotions or feelings, but no, you don't. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so I'll tell Skirple, Skirple, walk into the middle of the room. Skirple walks into the middle of the room. Cool. As Skirple does, you can see some of the debris kind of moving just from the force of their existence. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Skirple, step on one of those pedestals. The left one, if you please. Skirple goes over and steps onto the left pedestal. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. Put like a bone on that pedestal. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's lots of bones you can use. That's right. Skirple, Burble. get <laughs> the biggest bone you can find and put it on the other pedestal and then stand on the other one. Skirple grabs a bone, puts a bone on the pedestal, and stands on the other one. Nothing happens. Uh, Dang. Skirple, try to open that big door with the money and stuff emblazoned up. Uh, I don't, should we? I mean, we've all seen Aladdin. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, belay that, Skirple. Uh, you the should. little energy wisps that is Skirple at this point is about to cross the door. Then you kind of see this shapeless form turn and <laughs> put their non-existing well, hands up. Sure. Does Skirple actually have weight? Uh, it has an AC of 10. 
and strength of two. But does it like actually weigh things down? Well, but like force equals mass times acceleration. So like yeah, but oh magic also <laughs> equals whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm gonna say no. It doesn't really have weight, but it can exhibit force. Force against yeah, something. Okay. So maybe putting another bone on the other pedestal if Skirple doesn't actually have weights. Ooh, two bones, if you bones. please, Skirple, as Randy has described. Skirple does two bones, <laughs> and those there's two bones on the pedestal on the far end. Oh, uh, sorry, no, well, a, one uh, bone, bone on each. Yeah. A bone per pedestal. A bone in every pedestal. <laughs> Skirple being obviously confused <laughs> corrects the mistake that they just made, and there's a bone on each pedestal. And, and the puzzle is solved. It's not. There's yeah. nothing happens. Bone puzzle. Okay. Do not solve okay. my bone puzzle. Dance around, Skirple, to the door on the left and open it. I just want to get something to happen in this room uh, before we go. Uh, in. So Skirple goes over. The wooden door kind of leans against the frame, uh, uh-huh. and Skirple is able to open it. As Skirple opens it, you can tell, like, yeah, it's got more of that black marking around the bottom of it. Oh, and it looks like something took a bite out of this door. Oh, cool. um, but the door opens, and Skirple just stands there. Okay. Skirple, play with some of the jewels and make a bunch of noise. Uh, Skirple goes over to the door trying to play with the jewels that are just kind of carved into the door, banging against it, making like a good reverberation, a good amount of sound. Uh, Give me a perception check. Okay. Four plus five. Five plus four. 18 plus two. Right. Okay, Yashi, as Skirple is doing this, you begin to hear from the hallway down the right, you begin to hear what sounds like a... uh, do you speak draconic at all, Yashi? Okay, no. well... Nope. Okay, you hear some muttering and some chattering in a language that you're not familiar with right off the bat. <laughs> oh, well, I have a, I have a spell for that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you know? <laughs> Haven't you heard, Kyle? <laughs> I shall cast Comprehend Language. <laughs> okay. Tell me something good. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Comprehend your language, yeah. So you cast Comprehend Language, and as your spell completes, you're hearing the draconic speech. You hear it change into an understandable uh, language, and you hear somebody saying, must be those goblins trying to trying to make their way over here again. We've got to stop them. We've got to get, get Greg. Get Greg. Okay. I relay, somebody named Greg is on their way to get us. Uh-oh. Uh... Scatter. Scatter. Uh, no, wait. <laughs> Ooh, uh, um, maybe let's uh, get into some kind of ambush positions. They're coming from that hallway there to the right. Do we take cover in one of the left sides? We could go in the room that Skirple opened. Let's do it. Cool. Should we sneak again, Kyle? For sneak. Yeah, go ahead and roll me a stealth check for getting in that room, and let me give you a little bit of flavor text for that room. Ooh. As you make your way in there, of course, you know you can tell that that door is damaged, as I had mentioned previously, but you notice that this room is is more so the remnants of an armory. There's like a, you know, a broken armor and weapon stands that around, and you do notice a padlock chest that rests in the corner of this uh, room. Duh. What are our stealth checks? 16. 37. Uh, 25. All right. You go ahead and you post up, and you are waiting. You begin to hear the sounds of a couple of different creatures. Yashi, your comprehend languages is still up, so you can hear them. One of them is saying, yeah, Greg, I think those goblins are trying to get the drop on us again. I- I've got two coming out of the south room on our side, um, but I figured you could just, you know, if you feel good meeting them head on, is that okay? And you hear this wish just go, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. As your leader, I'm here to help protect you and... Hopefully we can eventually find an end to this conflict, but of course I'll be glad to 
go out and meet the other so-called Greg. Don't know where he gets off using that name, but this Greg will take care of you. It's moments later that you see this about three and a half, maybe in between three and a half and four foot tall, green scaled kobold with the wings step out. He's wearing a wreath atop his head like a crown, carries a staff with a jewel affixed at the tip, and hanging around his neck is a medallion that looks like a gear or a cog of sorts. Mm-hmm. Steps out into this room, and I want you to give me a perception check real quick while you're waiting and about to get the drop if you want to. 18 plus 4. 17 plus 2. 10 plus 5. Okay, all of you notice that the door on the opposite side of the room, close to where you came in, you notice it kind of open and get pulled ajar just slightly. This kobold steps out and speaks in common, says, Okay, Greg, I know we don't speak each other's language, but at least we have this common ground. Tell your people to stop. We've done nothing to you today. Why instigate today? Can we not have one day of rest? Oh. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> uh, um, I want to use message. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to whisper to Greg and say, you think you're so cool, Greg? Come over here to the store behind you to your left. <laughs> There's a door to his left if that's the one you want. That's the one where we saw the door come ajar, right? Yeah. Yep, that's what I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to that, there's two Gregs in play right now, right? Yeah. Or okay, okay, I'll say, Greg, you know I'm the superior Greg. Come into this room to your left and and face me like the Greg you are. Okay. I disguised my voice. I didn't sound like Yashi just there. I, I sounded like Greg. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me. Okay, if that's the case, then. Give me a performance check at disadvantage because oh, you don't know what the other Greg sounds like. Right. Eight plus ten. Okay. <laughs> um, you are Greg. Greg has a cold. <laughs> yeah, Greg does have a cold. You hear a response in your head. It's like, you sound real close to Greg. You're not far off. Uh, but Greg doesn't know this kind of magic. So who are you? Where are you? And how can I help you? Uh, so I'm going to tell the guys what I did real quick. Hey, here's what I did. Why? Uh, <laughs> uh, we need him to go to that other door. Oh, right. Not yeah, to yeah. our door. Yeah. So what do you think? What can we do here? As you're whispering this over, you hear a clack on the floor as the kobold taps their staff on the ground and says, I, I can see your shoe <laughs> in that room. It's a big shoe. But Greg's pointing to the other room, right? The other room with the doors ajar. No, he's pointing to the room oh, that you three okay, are okay. in. I'm as, <laughs> as you look down and you notice Yashi's shoe is just kind of poking out the door um, just a uh, little bit. Okay, real quick, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion um, because oh you can my. create a sound illusion. And so I'm going to cast it and make a sound coming from the other room. I'm going to make a... The room where it happened, if you will. A coughing sound. (laughs) I'm going to make a a coughing sound happen from that room. And while she's doing that, I want to have Skirple open that other door so whatever's inside is revealed. Yeah, so, okay, (laughs) Yashi, you create this coughing sound coming from the door as Skirple sends it open. And you see these, like, frightened other, like, smaller green kobolds. They don't have wings or anything. They're kind of standing there with a dagger, another one standing there with a club. They look freaked out and Greg kind of looks over at them and is like, what's the meaning of this? And kind of looks back towards the room and says, surely these games should not be played. <laughs> Alright guys, I'm out of ideas. Uh, uh, Randy? Randy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Randy's only been kind of paying attention because of this chest. <laughs> oh great. Um, <laughs> all my focus is on that. We retreat back. We will retreat back to our den. And he begins backing up into the hallway and uh, the other two kobolds disappear into the room, closing the door. 
Okay. Well, Just let him go, la- I guess. I'm going to give you one chance if you want to reach out to him and, and stop him from retreating. You can do that now. Otherwise, he's going to be gone. I, I think no. I repeat Bye. the knowledge I have about kobolds working for dragons, maybe. And, like, he probably doesn't work for, you know, Delarim or the cult or anyone we know. So yeah, live and that's let live. Fine. Well, that's fine. We we've, know where he is if we need him later. We've got a chest here to open anyways. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yashi, as you turn towards this chest, I'm going to give this to the last thing you see before... I think over the course of the time since you've cast Detect Magic, by now it would have faded. But the last thing you see is that the padlock on this chest does glow with an abjuration like magic. Oh, perfect, because my spell takes care of magical locks. Oh. Good. So I'm doing so many spells, which, yeah. you know, I didn't play the last couple, um, but you guys can, you know. You've played them play. Yeah, <laughs> I've played them before. We're so excited uh, <laughs> to just be playing in a dungeon. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Should I open this um, chest? Uh-huh. Or? It would be so kind. We, it would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Just quietly, you know. <laughs> it is so. So this spell does make a knock sound audible from three hundred feet away. Oh. So why don't we just play our song <laughs> quietly that we've done before? The open up song, you know, open up, open up that way. Yeah. It's... You know what? Uh, why don't we just take this? Can we just take this chest? Can I just pick this <laughs> chest? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just open it later. Uh, can I pick this chest up, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, it's a good thirty pound chest. Oh no. Oh, problem. that's really you know, it's you. Big and bulky. you can definitely carry it around. Okay. I'll carry it for as long as I can until I'm like, you know what? Let's just open it. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to pick up that chest and uh, let's go, guys. Well, well, okay, where are we going? Later. Do we want to peek into that room that's right next to the entrance? There's that other door we haven't explored yet. Oh, or just that little yeah, room. Leave it. I'll flip a coin. All right. Heads, it's yes. Tails, it's no. Okay. Okay. We're going to the door. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Well, that's good. It is a wooden door marked with age, similar to the wooden door in the room that you just walked out of. Just creak it open very quietly. Okay. You creak it open, and yeah, it gives like a little creaky stop. <laughs> and eventually you get the door open, um, and you can see that this is a broom closet. Oh, oh great. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Oh. 15 plus 4. Man, another 3. Uh, 3 plus 5. Uh, 19 plus 2. Oh. Okay, Yashi and Randy. Uh, Razzle kind of just turns like just a broom closet. <laughs> and you can tell like the brooms and whatnot are leaned up in a way where it's blocking like a visibility of this small tunnel that exists in the back right corner of the room. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. <laughs> so yeah, it's small to a point where like more than likely only Randy could really fit in there. Oh, you Ooh. guys, we find chests and secret tunnels. This is getting better and better. Well, this looks fun. Minus me being half dead, but you know. Do you want to go in the tunnel? Keep your uh, Ira glass on and we'll... That's, yeah, sure. Okay. You don't have like, to if you don't want to. If you're scared, it's fine. He sounds no, so excited. No, no, Look no. at him, Yashi. He clearly <laughs> wants to go down there. I wouldn't want I want to go in there personally, but when in vaults, yeah. Um, <laughs> do as the kobolds do. And- so Kyle, what happens if I just kind of poke my head in and perceive? It's a small dark tunnel. Uh-huh. You can see that it looks to not be part of the original structure. Oh, and uh, <laughs> seems to be fairly recently dug. Oh. Kyle, how big are goblins? About the size of a halfling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful in there. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pop back out real quick. You know, this might be a task for um, Expendable Randy. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to cast Mislead. Okay. You say you've seen the real Randy. You think you can glean, but it's not Randy. You can't see me. 
cool. Uh-huh. Now I've turned invisible, and secondary Randy shows up. Right on. <laughs> and uh, I tell you guys, as secondary Randy, as a reminder, I'm just gonna be kind of standing here, immobile, not doing anything, but invisible. So if you guys can maybe just keep an eye on me while expendable Randy goes on his jaunt through this tunnel. Can we put invisible Randy, like hide him in front of this hole and put the brooms in front of him so that Yashi and I can You can, go can explore hide an invisible Randy however much you want to try invisible. to hide yeah. an invisible Randy. <laughs> can we just leave him standing there? It's probably Because we don't know how big this is. So Randy, we're going to just leave. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess for now. I know you just told us to guard you. We but, won't go so. far. Do we want to go back to the other room while we wait? No, let's go down the hallway. This is all... <laughs> okay. We got this. Hey. <laughs> A different option could be while he's exploring the tunnel, we play like a secret tunnel type song uh, just as a like, hey, have a good time in the tunnel. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you cool. are you saying you want to write an actual song to encourage Randy to give him some bardic inspiration? Oh, yeah. You know, you can give yes. him some advantage on your role and we can actually make that part of the song for this we episode. Maybe we could, possibly, potentially, uh, yes. And let's do oh. it. Core dice, do it now. Let's roll some core dice. Secret well, tunnel. Secret tunnel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta work that in there Gotta somehow. Gotta your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens in jazz all the time, right? We can yeah, yeah, exactly. and things, yeah. so it's fine. But da 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 secret tunnel. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be so fun. So I guess this is gonna be minor, because like Kyle said before, mines and such and so oh, forth. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Or is there a, maybe like a mode that's like more sneaky than the others? That's also that a minor mode. We could do Phrygian. I don't think we've really done Phrygian a lot. Yeah, I was going to say Dorian for being sneaky, but yeah, we could do Phrygian. Let's do Phrygian. All right. Sweet. Let's get Friggy with it. No, no, no. There we go. No. Getting Friggy with Which, it. Which, fun fact, that song actually is in Phrygian. So. Really? No, wow. no. Wow. No. It's not at all. <laughs> Dang. There. Uh, okay, so let me roll for What a deception roll. <laughs> oh, boy. That's 10. Which is A, man, we have been rolling A's a lot, but a that's cute. So Phrygian. A Phrygian. Okay. Oh, man. So we rolled one, six, and three. So A minor, C major, and F major. Cool. Fun. So this is bardic inspiration, so it's magic, so logic drums? Um, Well, you can choose on this one because bardic inspiration is just ability of the bard class. This is not going to be necessarily magic tied to your Lyarion abilities. Right. So you could go either way with it on the drums, honestly. Mm. Have fun with it. Well. Well, why don't we just uh, flip a coin for it? What the heck? Okay. Sure. There you go. Doing that? I didn't say what it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, you got to so. say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's say heads is Pat, tails is logic. Okay. That's heads. So let's see what Pat's got to offer. Pat. So flip it again. Another head. So here we go with the preset Ooh. bank. That's a 93. Ooh. Hip hop two. Nice. For the kit. No way. 93? Ugh. <laughs> Pat, this is spooky. That took me a second. I was like, that can't be. That's not right. It can't be. <laughs> uh, 93 is tight kit. T-I-T-E kit. Sweet. Tight. Thanks, Pat. Write up some bardic inspiration. Uh, you know, maybe you're all inspiring each other. I don't know. It sounds like it's just going to be Yashi and 
razzle for Randy, but we could have Randy's know. little like fake Randy play his own. Invisible organ. Randy can still do stuff, right? Well, yeah. So what I can do is deactivate expendable Randy, and then invisible Randy can be playing. There we go. Okay. I I knew we'd find a way <laughs> to bring it all together. <laughs> okay. yeah. No, I mean I can flip back and forth as much as I want while the spell is active. Oh. Just whichever one I'm perceiving from, the other one just kind of like uh-huh. just sort of oh, powers you're like, down, like in Luigi's Mansion. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wonderful. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> but wait, wait, Kyle, this is Spurrier from the future. Sorry uh-huh. to interrupt your past self. Spurrier, it's it's Kyle from the future. What's up? Oh, hi there, Kyle. With a special <laughs> news bulletin from Spurrier, who's <laughs> called <laughs> this <laughs> meeting <laughs> to order. <laughs> so, without spoiling anything, there's something we want to do in the chorus of this song to pay homage <laughs> to another song, or mm. basically parody it. But that's fine. Um, but to make that happen, we sort of need a wild Kyle. So oh, well. we need uh, we need five of three in the key of a uh, Phrygian, uh, which would be a G chord. So and you need my approval. Well, and I'll 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 pay what needs to be paid. I was thinking maybe my oh. inspiration that I currently have just nix that in lieu of the wild because this is like we have to do this song like it's so perfect <laughs> right. for this right, particular right, right. occasion. So say no more. The piper has been paid. You may have your chord. Okay, oh. mark that down to zero. And thank you, Kyle. Yeah. I like how this is basically Spurrier stealing an inspiration from Randy. Like, sorry, Randy. <laughs> Reaching into the sorry, world Randers. and saying, no, <laughs> it's mine now. It'll be worth it, though. So. Oh, and really quick before we do the song, Allie, do you have a Willow Watch for us? How's that dog? Oh, right. Oh, yes. Um. Yep. She's real big. <laughs> and she's now a swimmer. Oh. Swimming around. <laughs> Even if we, she doesn't necessarily like yeah. it. Oh, I took no. her to the lake. I got her a life jacket. She's a natural <laughs> swimmer, but she hates the water. So oh, there, no. there it is. There it is. <laughs> Poor yeah. Willow. And that's your Willow, Willow Watch. Until next time. Yes. Well, we'll now finish recording the song and play it soon. So bye. 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 Okay. And everyone at home, talk to you in a second. Hello, everyone. It's your Dungeon Maestro, Kyle, here. Just wanted to say welcome to the middle bit. I know you're only here because you're listening to the episode, so thank you for listening to the episode, and thank you for sticking around. We're going to have a good time, and I can't think of a better time than announcing some of the winners that we have from our episode two of the Summer Songwriting Series. So, on to our winners of the giveaway. For the 30 Bard Bucks, we have at RebelZephyr104 and at Ensign underscore Sklow. Now, the other winners are going to be receiving some diehard dice, and that's going to be at Berman Alyssa and at underscore the underscore walrus underscore and goo goo gachu to you. Uh, but seriously, thank you so much to everyone. To you four that won, we will be in touch soon to get you your winnings. Now, we've got a sponsor this week, and this sponsor is going to be underscored by some uh, random drums and music that Spurrier rolled up. You know how we do over at Bombarded. It's got to be random, and it's got to be music. So, more importantly, the sponsor comes from the Dungeon Cast. Let me get into this one. Hold on. Welcome to the world of Dungeons & Dragons. It's a game full of magic, monsters, and wild adventures, and the Dungeon Cast is here to teach you all about it. They break down classes to help you build incredible characters. They cover every single monster in the game, so you can terrorize your players to the fullest extent of your sadistic dungeon master's heart. They get into lore so ridiculous and so hard to find that you won't even believe it's official lore of this wild game that we love so much. Now, do you want to get into Dungeons & Dragons? Well, you should, because it's amazing. And the ultimate way to do that is to tune into the Dungeon Cast. 
You can find them over on YouTube, so head over there to learn about D&D while staring at their improbably handsome faces. And they're on every podcast app available. So search the Dungeon Cast to become the best DM and or player you possibly can be while listening to their sultry voices. So what are you doing? Check out youtube.com forward slash dungeon cast, D-U-N-G-E-O-N-C-A-S-T, and come learn about dragons, demons, wizards, and other D&D stuff now. Check them out, the Dungeon Cast. It's a new month, so we have a new organization that we're going to be donating 10% of what we make in the month of July. That organization is Kensington Arts and Education. Kensington is a nonprofit organization that is led by artists, educators, and community leaders who share a passion for inspiring communities through the arts and educational experiences. And they are supporting organizations and schools by offering arts-infused programs and services that promote social-emotional wellness. So if you want to learn more about what Kensington is doing, head on over to k12-kensington.org. That's K-E-N-S-I-N-G-T-O-N. Get hooked up with them, help them out, and again, anything you do with us, that 10% of that is going to go right to them. So let's get some art out there. Now, you know Chaos Sauce Volume 7, that came out. It's out everywhere now, streaming, Bandcamp, you name it. But we got something else we added on there recently, the revamped Butterfly Song that we made for the second episode of the Summer Songwriting series. There, I said it again, Goodrich. And that has been added to the Summer Songs album on the Bandcamp. So if you want to get on in on that, head on over to there, Bandcamp, bombarded.bandcamp.com that's it so many b's and so many s's in this middle bit but i love it and keep an eye on the band camp because ost volume 7 is going to be out next tuesday july 20th and then after that on the 27th we have the we have episode 3 of the summer songwriting series and that's it that's all i got except for the normal biz social medias at BombardedCast, hashtag BardCast, BombardedCast.com, Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast. Thank you to my Patreon producers, K-Best, Jake Bianchi, Kelvin Horatio, and Pat Tang Bizgar. You four are wonderful. Everyone else out there, you're wonderful too. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Thank you for hanging out, but let's get on back to the episode and hear what these bards are getting into. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, Randy. Well, uh-huh. here's a fun song to keep in your head while you're going down the little tunnel. Well, thanks. And, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this basically just became a parody of another song, Weird Al style. Well, part of it, yeah. Uh, yeah, we so. expanded on it. But we were going for like a jazz quote the melody thing, and we were like... <laughs> well, more like quote the entire section. It's Pretty fine. much, yeah. 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 So just so you know, uh, yeah. So anyways, here's Secret Tunnel by Chong and Moku and Avatar. I mean, uh, <coughs> sending Randy down a secret tunnel. <laughs> Randy, is it scary down there? You can't see far to know where you are And you must be prepared But you're going alone for a preview Take heart and know that we'll miss you As you go Down Randy's tunnel Randy's tunnel Through the closet Randy's, 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 Randy's tunnel Randy's tunnel through the closet Randy's, 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 Randy's tunnel 
can you hear me down there? We'll play this song as you go along into a new venture where Who knows what you will run into, what mysteries will intrigue you, oh, as you go. Oh, down Randy's Tunnel, Randy's Tunnel, through the closet. Randy's, 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 Randy's Tunnel, Randy's Tunnel, through the closet. Randy's, 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 Randy's Tunnel, Randy's Tunnel, through the closet. Randy's, 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 Randy's tunnel. Randy's tunnel through the closet. Randy's, 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 Randy's tunnel. All right, so you pour forth this inspiration to Randy, bolstering him, encouraging him. (laughs) I've done a mechanic in the past where I've increased the dice that you actually get from Bardic Inspiration if you all three do it. So, Randy, take a D10 of Bardic Inspiration to use going forward. Thank you. Before we end, I I have a feeling, you know, we're going to probably end soon, but, like, before we end... (laughs) I was about to get there, but I felt felt something coming. Well, well, just (laughs) looking at the time, but before we do, can Yashi and I sneak back out into the room and stand on those pedestals to, like, see if it's maybe Lyarion-powered pedestals versus Bone and Skirple-powered. Oh, totally, yeah. (laughs) Then I'll tell Randy, Randy, do you want to, like, chill for a second and see if this does anything? Maybe this changes your mind about the (laughs) secret tunnel. (laughs) He's already so inspired, though. I'll just watch from a distance. Okay. I mean, I'll probably still go, but I'll wait here for a sec. Okay. So we sneak over to the pedestals, see if it does anything. Okay. Who stands on which pedestal? Uh, oh. Oh. Is there um, one that's bigger than the other? Yeah. No, they're the same size. <laughs> okay. I'm on the right. I'll go left. Okay. You stand on the pedestal. You wait for a moment. Huh? Nothing happens. Uh-oh. Oh, do you want to switch? Switch sides? Swi- okay, switch, switch. Okay, you switch. <laughs> Are you stepping on it at the same time or at different times? Uh, same time. We'll count down. Synchronized. Okay, <laughs> yep. so three. You two, count what, down. No. Uh, it's like a really funny joke because we're musicians, but we can't like sync up and it's like, oh, yeah. no. But eventually you do sync up. <laughs> Please. Perfect. You step onto the pedestal. And nothing happens. And as you hang your head in dismay, something stands out to you about the base of these pedestals. There appears to be a recess at the base of this pedestal that is in the shape of a gear. Uh, Uh, Greg! No! And that's where we're ending our session. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Later.